Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from the How to Rescue Your Clinical Trial When at Risk to Fail, Heike Schoen on Beginner's Mind with Christian Sochner episode of Beginner's Mind. Claim. Check out Beginner's Mind episode page and show notes. Intro. Heike Schoen at Loomis Intel is the co-founder and managing director of Loomis International. She has worked in management positions in clinical research for more than 20 years. 90% of all product ideas fail in clinical trials. Heike Schoen joins Christian Sochner to talk about why clinical trials fail and how to reduce the risk of failure, steps to getting your clinical trial back on track, and the future trends of clinical trials. Host, Christian Sochner at Sochner. Introducing Loomis International. Loomis International are helping global biopharmaceutical and medical device companies access the European market more quickly, efficiently and cost-effectively. They were founded in 2013 to support small to mid-sized companies as their legal representative when running clinical trials in Europe. To conduct a clinical trial in Europe as an outside company, you have to have a legal representative. In 2020, Loomis Life Science Consulting was founded as a subsidiary company of Loomis International with the focus to provide consulting and solutions. When is the right time to start a clinical trial? According to Schoen, the earlier you start a clinical trial, the better. First, you must have a business plan, which always includes clinical research and clinical activities. You need to streamline your preclinical results with your plan of clinical trials, your synopsis, target product profile, etc. Your preclinical data and your plan of clinical trials always need to match, otherwise, you get into problems with regulatory approvals. Clinical trials are part of the way to the market and implementing them early on helps in planning the business Christian Sochner. Sponsor's Role and Importance The sponsor is the company providing the financing and the organization for the compounds of clinical trials. It's not the job of the CRO contract research organization. Sponsors are not necessarily investors. The sponsor company defines the plan, the drug, the main responsible party. The drug development process is operating in a highly regulated environment and sponsors have a lot of duties when a company conducts a clinical trial. The final responsibility is always with the sponsor. ICH, E6, R2, document clearly define the roles of a sponsor. As a sponsor, you have to oversee the clinical trial. Prove that you oversee the clinical trial. Have the finances when you start the trial, go for a part contract if you don't have enough money. Quality management is a big issue. Sponsors have to ensure their quality management systems are in place for the whole process of drug development. They have to do it to guarantee the safety of the patients, but also to be ready for inspection. The inspection might not come in the first human study, latest at phase two, but you have to be ready. They will examine all the details of your oversight, planning, vendor selection, vendor validation, how did you qualify your vendors, etc. FDA and EMA publish inspection reports, which can be beneficial to check out to learn what to avoid. Inspection reports always lead to changes and adaptations of regulations, one of the reasons why ICH was revised. When you have an inspection in for example Phase 3, inspectors go to the sponsor, to the CRO, and the sites. When to start preparing a clinical trial? Consider what takes the longest time to be developed. It's probably going to be the investigation of the drug. 
depending on the ingredients, drug investigation could take up to one year. It all depends on the company. Some companies do CRO selection on short notice, and others do it before the study starts. I would always allow for much more time to prepare and to discuss in detail the plan of the clinical study with the regulatory researchers Heike Schoen. A minimum is one year, but the more the better. Producing a proper financing option. The clinical trial doesn't need to be entirely financed before filing with the authorities, but it is recommended. It's not always possible if you foresee having issues with the financing. Try opting for a contract that only covers one part of the process, for example just the study startup. It's better than running out of capital in the mid of the clinical trial process. Be careful with the financing process, awareness about what is needed until the end. In-house versus outsourced clinical study management. For example, if the CRO is conducting your clinical trial, you have to make oversight management of the different activities. You should have experienced people, medical person or project manager who can conduct the oversight with awareness for what can happen and how to mitigate the risks. It's a classic risk management approach. It's not a job only for a clinical trial assistant. They can't cover all the activities even if they are very good at their job. Loomis rule of thumb, when you outsource a clinical trial, for every five to seven people working in a CRO on your clinical trial, you should have one person in your company conducting oversight. What should proper oversight management look like? It depends on the CRO you are working with. Good key performance indicators, KPIs, are a must. 7 to 10 well-chosen key performance indicators. You have to know what is happening in your clinical trial, as real as possible was impacting the timelines, the costs, the safety. These key performance indicators can be developed together with the CRO. They have the data management and the study startup system. You define it together and get regular reports on the key performance indicators. You don't need to do this by yourself. The problem a lot of sponsors have. They do micromanagement on the CRO and they double their work. The oversight should provide you with a clear picture of where your clinical trials stand and with alerts if something goes wrong, Heike Schoen. Three-step checklist for sponsors to keep studies on track. It's all about communication, motivation, and clear management. Establish very clear and transparent communication with the vendors. Clearly develop roads and responsibilities. A sponsor should very clearly communicate their expectations at the beginning to the vendors. Try to develop good business intelligence dashboard KPIs in place and work with them for study performance. Failing in enrollment timelines. The majority of clinical trials fail because they fail in enrollment timelines. Selection of the sites. Do you have the right sites ready for you to start working? Are they ready for you to start working? Is the CRO ready and initiating the sites immediately after you get a positive approval from the authorities? Heike Schoen. Study startup and preparation time are key activities for your clinical trial. Enrollment can lag behind your timelines. Sites may have only one or two patients that fit your protocol. When you are recruiting sites, really look at what kind of patients they have and if they fit in your protocol. A deeper look at study requirement rescue for enrollment. When a clinical trial goes wrong, you should do a very good root cause analysis. The part that often goes wrong is feasibility assessment, for example, enrollment and miscalculation of the environment. The key to a startup is a proper feasibility assessment for a clinical study. 
It's normally done by CROs because they are familiar with the sites, the countries, the incidences of the diseases, etc. Don't save money on this. The use of the feasibility results is very often underestimated. The fine line between micromanaging and managing relationships. Managing expectations is the key to the success of a clinical trial. Heike Schoen. Relationship between the sponsor and investor. Investors should be much more involved in overseeing their investment and working with the sponsors. Real-time understanding of what's going on with your clinical trial. For example, many of the CROs nowadays have study startup managers, different from project managers after patient enrollment starts. They do all the proper planning during the clinical trial application, initiation of the next site, when can the first patient be enrolled, etc. These are critical numbers that need to be tracked very closely. Sponsors should always be involved in this part and know when the study and site are initiated, when does the site start, etc. A lot of the small sponsors think they don't have to be involved because nobody knows them, but that's exactly the reason why they should be involved. Active management should not be underestimated Christian Sochner. Many study sites do many studies in parallel so managing your relationship with them could also be beneficial. Stay in touch. It's always good to maintain and build relationships. Maintain contacts. You have video calls if COVID is stopping you. It's all about communication and mediation. A clinical trial is dealing with human beings. It is not a machine to just flip the switch and then it runs for two years and produces a study, report Christian Sochner. Once again, a proper root cause analysis is a must. When Loomis get involved as a mediator, they always try to be neutral. They avoid blaming anyone in particular, project manager, sponsor, CRO, etc., and try to really understand what went wrong in the process. If bad communication is a problem, they optimize cooperation between sponsors and CRO. The company's senior management must get involved, and the CEOs. There are different layers of communication, day-to-day work with project managers, but there is also the C-level, the company owners need to talk and agree on how to improve communication. They should be critical of themselves, should the protocol be changed, should they get better patients, add countries. Root cause analysis process. Once again, it's all about dealing with human beings, a huge management function. They look at the different processes that were established at the companies. What did the sponsor establish to select a CRO to perform oversight, to manage the study? They look at the process in detail with different specialists, a quality manager, an IT specialist if there is a lot of technology involved. Bringing the teams together to get all the perspectives and think about what could have been done differently, joint solutions. Avoiding point of no return with the clinical trial. It's almost always a leadership problem and team building problem. Get involved from the beginning and have real-time data of where the clinical trial stands. It's important to know your contact persons on all the different levels. Keep emotions out of the decision-making process and motivate people to speak up and look through the problems to the root causes. Heike Schoen always recommends preparing a governance chart so everybody knows who to talk to in which cases. Have escalation procedures in place. Sure, everything can work well but you always have to be prepared for the worst-case scenario. That's why there are contracts. With a contract, you already define certain activities, for example milestones, enrollment of patients, etc. For team building. Team building exercises during a kickoff meeting. Have a team vision, how to work together. When interpersonal problems occur, look back on the team vision, 
be solution-oriented and respectful in communication. Evolution of clinical trials and drug development in the last few decades. The focus is more on personalized-slash-precision medicine. There will be much more individualized medicine available in the future due to technology. Does that mean more complexity for future clinical trial planning? Not really, according to Schoen, the data used for feasibility assessment will be available upfront, especially for rare diseases. COVID's positive outcome on technology. Technology was more accepted, also by the regulatory authorities, they easily adjusted. Patients couldn't come to the hospital anymore, which lead to decentralized clinical trials, telemedicine, online interviewing, study nurses. Usually, patients were demotivated when spending a lot of time on the sites and confronting the logistic problems. Hybrid future possibility maybe patients won't always have to go to sites to be part of the trial. Also, the use of electronic informed consent in some countries. Decentralized clinical trials, future possibility, getting drugs to market more quickly and at less cost. The digital twin concept can be used for comparable data and reduce the number of patients enrolled in clinical studies. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.